Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Welcome back to the Ambitious Motherhood Podcast. Today, I am so excited to announce and share with you that Corey Clark is joining us. Corey is a business educator, the author of The Simplicity Project, creator of The Purposeful Planner, and the voice of Purpose with Corey Clark Podcast. She is passionate about helping purpose-driven entrepreneurs to launch, to grow, and scale their businesses. She teaches women every day how to build a purposeful, profitable business through her Purpose Babe Society and Inner Circle Mastermind. Today, we're going to chat through what it looks like and really takes to build a profitable business online. Let me introduce you to Corey. Let's go. Hey, Corey. Welcome to the Ambitious Motherhood Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. Good. Doing good. So excited to chat with you and really dive into your business, um, your motherhood journey as well, and how you're weaving both in and doing both well. So welcome. Uh-huh, thank so you. can you start off by sharing with everybody who you are and what you've got going on in life and in business? Yeah. So um, like you said, my name is Corey. Um, I I live in Southern California with my husband who um, we are about to celebrate our 23rd anniversary. And I have three kids that are um, 19, 17, and 14. So two of them are out of high school. I've got one that's still in high school and, um, or my youngest that just started high school. Um, So we definitely have a busy, full, like personal life. And then I also, um, I have run a business where I help women discover their purpose and turn their purpose into a profitable business. And so I do that using, I have a purposeful planner that I created five years ago. Um, I authored a book called the simplicity project, and I have a membership for female entrepreneurs called the purpose Babe society. So we've got a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How has that evolved since you started your journey? Um, so the crazy thing is, is I just started with a blog and I wanted to write and just to inspire other women to discover their purpose and to live more purposefully. And, um, probably about a year and a half into that, uh, is when I wrote the book, the simplicity project. And I did that because I was so overwhelmed. Um, I just felt like our life was so chaotic and it wasn't really any different than most, you know, like average Americans. It was just full on. And, um, but I just knew if I wanted to follow my dreams, if I wanted to write more, if I wanted to help other people, I was going to have to create some margin in my life so that I had some room, um, you know, just some room to breathe, some room to actually chase my dreams. And so, I took our family on a 28 day simplicity journey and, um, and I kind of just kept track of what I was doing, turned that into a book. And then as people started reading the book, they started, you know, asking like, Hey, can you make a planner that implements these things that you teach? And because in the book, I really try to teach how to create that margin or some of that extra space in your health, your home, your finances, and your time. 
because I feel like all four of those areas kind of bleed together. And, you know, you might be really good at getting your schedule together, but if your health and your home is falling apart, like your schedule is not going to help you. And so anyways, I think people just really liked the fact that it was like encompassing like their entire life. And there really wasn't a planner on the market that touched on all four of those areas. So I thought like, why the heck not? (laughs) Like I just wrote a book. So let's see if we can make a planner. And we made the planner and it um, took off and the business grew really fast. And as the business was growing, then I started getting a lot of people reaching out to me, like asking how I did it. How did I grow a business, you know, while being like a stay at home mom and Um, I just got really passionate about helping other women do the same. And so I started offering coaching and, you know, that really kind of stretches you on your time. And then that's why I decided to launch the membership so I could serve more women at once. And so we've had the membership for about a year and a half and, um, And now in 2020, we're launching a new mastermind for kind of higher level entrepreneurs and I'm having my first live event. So it's just crazy, like what's happened over the last five years, but everything has kind of just naturally progressed. It's kind of just been like, okay, yeah, this feels like the next right step. Like, let's try it. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. And it sounds very organic just in how it's flown from the blog to what it is today. So I love Mm -hmm. that. So if you were looking back at your journey and you were like distilling down for a new entrepreneur, those things, those main core things that they need in place to have a profitable business, can you trace, maybe, maybe that's part of your framework, but can you trace anything back to those days of the planner and the book and now, you know, the membership sites and all the things? Yeah, totally. The crazy thing is, is like, you know, I built my business. It took off really fast. And some people might think, oh, you're so lucky. Everybody wishes they could have that. But the problem was, is it was built so fast that I really didn't have a framework when I originally built my business. And that's when we started, like, it was like a couple years into the planner business that we started realizing like, okay, we don't really like where this is headed. Like we love the planner. We love having a tool to help people live, you know, more purposefully, but just didn't it just wasn't like built correctly. And so what I've, you know, what I've done and, and it is like actually part of my framework and we really like kind of went back to like ground zero. Um, and we really needed to lay a foundation of purpose. And so, you know, we kind of recast our vision for the business and where, where we wanted it to grow to go because what was happening is it was actually like turning into a stationary company. And that was not my intention. My intention was to create a tool to help people live more purposefully. So anyways, so yeah, we have, you lay that foundation of purpose. Um, and then the other pillars that I think are important that are part of the framework that I teach is, um, your mindset is like really getting yourself in the right mindset. Because I think a lot of times, as entrepreneurs or small business owners, we're kind of always looking for like some sort of outside fix for our business, you know, the latest like strategy or funnel or some social media hack, but really what's keeping us is like our own mind, you know, and, and it's keeping us from actually pushing ourselves and putting ourselves out there. Purpose mindset. Another thing is our brand. I think so many people try to build a brand that might look cool or be trendy and they really have no purpose behind it. And they don't really know 
who they're trying to attract and, you know, they're trying to attract everybody and um, they're not really focused on like the actual brand that's being built and how to build it the right way so that you attract the right people and repel the wrong people. So those are a few of them. And there's, there's so many moving parts, but I think ultimately if you kind of, if any of your listeners are kind of feeling, oh my gosh, I'm not like happy with my business right now. And, or maybe they're getting ready to start a business um, or they have like a little side hustle. I would challenge everybody to really go back to like, what is your purpose? What is the purpose of your business? How is it helping people? How is it serving people? Because once you have that solid foundation, it helps you make all of the other decisions because instead of chasing shiny objects, you can know without a doubt, like, actually, this isn't right for my business and this isn't right for my customers. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do it right now. I think that's just like the most important thing someone can do. That's so good because so often we just go down this path of doing what we think we should do or what some guru told us or a podcast episode said or a live stream or something. And it doesn't actually serve the vision we've got, you know, in our heart for what we're doing. Exactly. Exactly. That is good. So if you looked back on it, what do you think led the planner business to take off like it did? I think like what you said, it, you know, earlier, you said, it sounds like it was all organic. It really was. I think for at the time, because at the time there was really only a few planners on the market that were kind of in the same category as mine. And so it was a great time to start. I'm sure as you're aware, and most of your listeners are aware, there's like a million planners on the market right now. So I think it would be a harder business to start right now. Um, So I think timing had something to do with it, but I also think it was because I truly was creating a product that could help people. And I was so excited about it. And I, I did not use paid ads. I, I didn't even know how to use paid ads at that point. I actually sometimes look back and go, I wish I knew because I probably could have grown it even bigger if I actually knew how to run ads. But, you know, at the time it was just like, my little janky Instagram account that was not very pretty, but just sharing, sharing what I was passionate about, sharing how I could help people and just being vulnerable. Like, Hey, my life is in chaos too. And we're all in this together and we're going to choose to make our lives better. And so I really think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was truly trying to serve people. I was not trying to create some trendy product that would help us get rich or something like that. I think it really was because it was something I was passionate about. I was honest about it. And I just shared my excitement with my audience. And your people were asking for it too. It sounded like. Exactly. And that's a huge thing that I didn't know at the time. Now I know to be like constantly checking in with my audience, you know, leaving comments on their posts, asking them questions in my posts and really seeing what they're wanting and what they're needing. And so because they were asking for it, I was like, oh, well, I've always loved planners. Let's go for it. And, and so, yeah, they were asking for it. And it honestly, that's really what it comes down to with every decision we've made in the business since then you know, since I was getting asked for coaching and helping people with their strategies and starting their businesses, that was when we decided to go ahead and start the membership. So I've always started something that people have been needing, but it's also something that is 
you know, built on that foundation of purpose, because there are things that people ask for. And I'm like, no, sorry, I'm not yeah. doing that. You know, can you make a teacher planner or can you make a meal planner? And I'm just like, you know, no, yeah. not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about this question, but how do you, as like the leader of the Corey Clark brand, how do you make sure that you are serving your clients, like your people where they are and giving them what they need, but also not as the expert, you know, what they really need. So how do you balance what they're asking for versus what you know that they need to get to their next level? How do you balance that? Exactly. Okay. So here's the thing is, and this is something that I've learned like, especially as you start getting really deep into like, okay, how are we going to actually grow this business? And I definitely make sure that yes, I do know what they need. And a lot of times it's not what they want. And so for me, as long as I'm continuing to sell them what they want, and then in the delivery, actually give them what they need, it's a lot easier for someone to like, if somebody wanted to, let's say somebody wanted to lose 20 pounds, they're going to want the easy road, right? That's what they're not going to want to buy a program that says, Oh, we're going to teach you how to change your mindset. And we're going to teach you how to love your body. Like that's not what they want. They want to lose weight. But if you say like, I am going to help you lose weight. And then when you start actually coaching them and teaching them, and you actually do make those more important transformations, they still get what they wanted. And so I think as long as I can always make sure that I am helping them, giving them really quick wins, quick wins, like in my blog posts, quick wins in my podcast, quick wins in anything I offer that's free. Like I want people to have something tangible that they can apply to their life right away. And then when any of those people are ready to invest in like a product or service, then I know they're going to get even more that's going to take them to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I have little kids, so you probably don't do this anymore for your kids, <laughs> but hiding omega vitamins yes. and the applesauce <laughs> and stuff like that. That is kind of what you have to do for your audience. They yes. have a desire in their head of what they think they need, but it's exactly. not actually what they actually need. And so we have to serve them the applesauce with the vitamins exactly. because we know that's going to help. Yeah, I know exactly. And that's what it is with my membership. It's like most people join, they could care less what I'm going to be teaching them in there. They're like, just teach me how to grow my social media following and make money doing what I love. That's what they want. They want more followers. They want more money, which is awesome. And then I teach them the right way to do that so that they're actually happy and can build a sustainable business and not just something that quick. And then they end up hating it six months down the road. Yeah. Hey, so I wanted to take a second, pop into this interview, and just interrupt for just a moment, okay? So here's what I want you to do. I know you are loving this conversation today. I want you to screenshot your show right now, post it on your Instagram stories, tag myself and our guest, and share with us whatever ahas you are getting from this episode. We cannot wait to hear what it is you're taking away and also have the chance to reshare you on our social platforms as well. Okay, I'll see you on the gram. Back to the episode. So talk to me about this. A lot of our listeners are very ambitious. They've got big dreams, big goals. It's easy for them to see people like you or me online and say, I want that and I want to be there today. But how do we dial back and really create a plan from the place we are today so that eventually in three to four to five years, we can be where somebody else is? I know it can be so hard because we want everything like, you know, instant gratification. We want to have our six or seven figure business overnight. And I think what so many people forget is that even though time goes really 
fast, you have to have patience. And in the grand scheme of your life, if you live 80 or 90 years, three to four years is just like such a quick little blip and it's worth being patient for. But ultimately, one thing that I um, love to do, like with my members and my clients, is to really get them to sit down and before they start to plan out their year or even their week, like really cast a huge vision for the next five to 10 years. Like if anything was possible, if you could make any amount of money, if your business could be anything you wanted it to be, write out exactly what that would be. And then what kind of person would you be through that? Like, how would you be as a CEO? How would you show up? What would your team look like? What would your day look like? You know, what would your health routine look like? What would your relationships look like? All of that kind of stuff. And then really start actually living and being that person today. Start showing up in your business as if you want to have a multi-million dollar business, awesome. Start showing up like a multi-million dollar CEO, even when you're only making a $10 sale here or a hundred dollar sale there. Because when you start acting like the person you want to become, you're going to become that person much quicker. And then it's really just a matter of working backwards, creating that huge vision for five to 10 years. And then, okay, so where do I need to be in five years? And then where do I need to be in three years so that I can be on track? And what do I need to in this next year to set me up for those next few years? And it sounds very basic, but if you take some time, even like an hour to write it out and then work backwards and map it out, it's actually really attainable. You realize like, okay, if I chunk this down, I can actually do it. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. And I think from personal experience, sometimes I avoid that five-year thing because I don't want my mind to get so frazzled that, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the day-to-day part as well. Yeah. I love and that I challenge. It's just like, it's not like you have to know the logistics of the five-year plan, but if anything was possible, like what would my dream be? Because I feel the bigger you dream, the closer you're going to get to those dreams. And so not getting caught up in like, oh, what exactly is that going to look like? But like, okay, if anything was possible, this is where I would want to be. How can we create a path to get there? Yeah. And the acting as if, I mean, that is literally how I have had just huge quantum shifts in my business mm-hmm. within days, weeks, months. Like it, it can go that fast when you start to act as if you are the next level version of yourself. Totally. Totally. Exactly. It's so important because it changes how you show up in your business. It changes how you serve your customers and your community. And when you are serving from that place of passion and purpose, that's what attracts people to you. And, you know, it is going to help you make those quantum leaps because it's just like everything kind of just starts to flow. If you're acting from this scarcity mindset or lack or, oh my gosh, what do I have to do today to get more customers? That is just going to keep you from getting more customers. So just even like a matter of, okay, when I wake up in the morning, what would a seven figure business owner do? What would a multi-million dollar business owner do? She would get up, she would make her bed, she would exercise, you know, she would do those things. Why would I not do those things? Yeah. Yeah. I was just having this conversation with a client last week where they were holding on really tightly to a lead and there was, you know, there wasn't pressure. The per- she wasn't verbally saying pressureful things, but there is that vibe there, you know, mm-hmm. and trying to illustrate how to hold on loosely. And, and this, this is perfect because if you are a seven figure business owner and you have a consistent flow of leads and you have a consistent flow of people wanting to work with you and people are always thinking about working with you, they're talking about you, all of this stuff. Would you really 
have that scarcity feeling around this lead, this person you've been on a call with, that's a perfect fit. Would you be trying to force her decision? Exactly. Wouldn't. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. So powerful. So, I mean, I just love that we started off this conversation, you and I, before we started talking about, we said, let's talk about how to build a profitable business Mm -hmm. and the journey. And maybe the person listening today was like, I'm going to click this episode. I'm going to listen to these two chicks and I'm going to get tons of strategies and hows. And the reality is we're like 20 minutes into this. And we really haven't told you anything about how to grow your Instagram or any strategy (laughs) or latest tactic. It's all so in your mind and with your purpose and your vision. It is. And that is really actually what's going to help you grow is getting in that right mindset and knowing that you're serving because you'll start and being yourself. You can just be yourself, share your points of view. Even if you're scared, you're going to lose followers. I would so much rather lose 20 followers than post something that's just eh, like boring, you know? And so it's, I think some people get so nervous about the follow unfollow game and oh my gosh, how many subscribers I have on my email list. And honestly, Like if you have small numbers, you're actually in a really good position because when you have small numbers, you can actually serve better and you can connect with your audience better and you can actually probably convert them easier. Yeah. The small audience is such a powerful place to be. It is. It is. I love that. And I encourage my, my people, my gals, not to let their small numbers be any reason to show up less or serve less or any of it or offer less. You can show up just fully you. Exactly. Your numbers. I mean, it's amazing what can be done with just, you know, 500 people on an Instagram account. It is. It is. Honestly, it was when my Instagram account was smaller, when I was first starting, it was easier to get engagement and it was easier to make those connections. And I appreciate every single follower I have. And I think that's another thing is like you just said, it doesn't matter if you have 500, it doesn't matter if you're just going to start a brand new business Instagram account and you have zero followers. If you're super intentional about how you show up, about what you post and being purposeful with your your posting and your captions and who you're attracting, you're going to grow a much higher quality audience than just trying to grow the, that count. Yeah, exactly. I love that. If you were like looking back on, well, we are, let's talk about it now, <laughs> but looking back on your journey in this online space for the last five years, if you could go back, what would you do differently or tell yourself? Hmm. Oh my gosh. I don't know what I would do differently. I think what I would do differently is kind of what I already said and why we changed things is I would be really intentional about getting crystal clear on our vision and reassessing that every few months. That's what we do now. But it was like in those first couple of years, we were just trying to keep up with the business. We didn't know what was going on. I would definitely hire quicker because it was just me and my husband and he was working full time. So it wasn't, he was really just like helping ship planners and stuff. I was doing everything, customer service, social media. I was doing every single thing. And so I think a lot of people get really scared to hire because it is an expense, but it's just so important to do. I would say continue to be like crystal clear on your purpose and get help (laughs) because you really need help. Yeah, you do. And nobody's doing it alone. Like as an ambitious mom, nobody, whether you have help or not, like we all have support in our world. Yes. And it can be as simple as like hiring a house cleaner or using Instacart to order your groceries. If you're not ready to actually 
spend the money on, you know, a VA or something, there are ways you can outsource parts of your life that will give you more space. And even if it's just so you have more time with your kids, it's like we use Instacart all the time and it's, it's worth it. It's saved me so many hours. I will gladly tip a driver to like get my groceries <laughs> for me. <laughs> Oh yeah. Cause I mean, the tip you gave him is probably the thing you would have bought on an end cap. Have you, had exactly, you been in the store? <laughs> exactly. That's so true. I definitely spend less on groceries using Instacart. <laughs> oh yeah. And the whole favorites list that it auto populates for you. It's just yes. so helpful. I know. Yep. Take that, take that, take that. <laughs> yep. I know. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think people need to be, don't be afraid to ask for help either. If you're like, I really can't hire anybody and I can't like take care of my kids and run my business, like find a friend that can take your kids for a couple hours. So you can just sit and focus on yourself and your business and some peace and quiet and just don't be afraid to ask for help. You don't have to carry it all on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we get into the mindset of there is a solution here, it's amazing what we can find and come up with, whether it's gym childcare, like from a gym, a local gym or something mm-hmm. where they've got, you know, like a two hour kid limit, you can work out for an hour and then work for yeah. the other hour, <laughs> you know, creative ways like that to get through the season of, you know, for a lot of people, little kids and trying to get the business off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What is as we kind of wrap this up, I love to ask this question, but what is the best book you've read? And then what are you either reading now or looking forward to reading next? Okay. The best book I've read. Oh my goodness. Well, right now I'm reading Marie Forleo's Everything is Outable, and I'm really, really loving it. I'm probably about halfway through it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a hard question. So hard. Well, I will tell you, and this is random because it doesn't have anything to do with business, but I do think it actually helped me really start chasing my dreams. And it's so random. It's by Donald Miller and it's a million miles in a thousand years. And it was really just about him kind of like finding himself and following a dream and just being like brave and courageous. And I was really inspired by that book. It's definitely one of like my favorites. So I really, that, really like that. was for his early books. Yeah, it was he was story book. brand man. Yeah, it was way like pre-story brand. And yeah, there was just something about that book that really triggered something in me it was back like before it was back. Like I had like a blog a long, long time ago that was not like a personal blog. And I don't know, it just kind of encouraged me to just like go for things that you would never go for just to like embrace your life and try something new. So. Ooh, I love that. You know, I'm looking at Amazon right now. I think I think I have that on my bookshelf. Oh my gosh. And I've never read it. So I need to pull that out. You'll have to read it. It's been so long. I should read it again. (laughs) He's got some good ones. I forgot about these. Scary close. Yes, he does have good ones. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that he's, I mean, he's evolved as a personal brand over Mm -hmm. time. So that's just like a freedom that all of us need to be able to just get out there and do something. Yes. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Because if you don't, someone else will, why not you? Why not you, you know, be the person that, like you've always wished you could be. Yeah. Yeah. And step into that next level version of yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing we've really chatted on and talked about today that I think yeah. ambitious moms can take home with them. Well, you're in your car, I, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And honestly, it's so, it's actually a lot more simple than it sounds. And sometimes what I like to challenge people to do is actually write out like a list of things. How would this better version of myself 
show up? What are the things she would do every day? What kind of decisions like would she make about her finances? And then ask yourself when you get in those situations where you start to feel stressed or like you're striving for something, just kind of re-ask yourself, is this what multi-million dollar Corey would do? No, it's not. So I'm not going to do this. So good. Sometimes I have my clients name them their their new self. Mm, yeah. Come up with some <laughs> next level name for you. Yes, or, yes. Of course, you're still going to be Corey. You're still going to be Katie, but it just kind of helps you to, like, even as a coach, I can say, okay, what would what would Chris do? That's a specific client I'm thinking of. What would Chris do in this case? And, and she knows that I'm referring to her next level, the one that makes six figures, the one that doesn't care about who's showing up and liking and commenting or what anybody thinks. What would next level that person? Yeah. Yeah. And then name your, your scared, fearful one too. Yeah. It's like, no, that is crazy, Corey. And I am not listening to her. (laughs) (laughs) And we've all got, we've all got this battle of who we were made to be. This mm-hmm. person in God's image is what I believe. This mm-hmm. person that he has given, that he desires us to step into versus this this ego-driven person that just wants to keep us where we are. So there's yeah. always this battle of both trying to win. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's the work, honestly. I, I can give you strategy all day, but that is the work that matters. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I love it. This has been such a great conversation. I thank know. you so much for it joining has. us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It has been a great conversation. Yeah. And before we leave, will you share with everybody how they can connect with you, hear more about what you have going on and all that? Good- yeah. Um, well, my favorite place to connect with people is Instagram and I am Corey Clark, C-O-R-I-E-C-L-A-R-K. Um, my website's CoreyClark.com. So yeah, I mean, I love Instagram's my favorite. That's where I like to chat with people. Yeah. Instagram's my favorite too. So if you're listening and you've loved this chat today, screenshot your show, tag Corey and myself on Instagram. And we both love to just reshare you and shout you out on our stories as well and, and hear what benefits and nuggets you got out of the episode. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Corey. And it's been so good chatting with you. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. I am so excited that you got to hang out with us here today in your earbuds, and I want to help you get further connected into the Six Figure Ambitious Mom community. So head on over to katiefleming.co slash tribe for your own invite into the Six Figure Ambitious Motherhood community. I'll see you there.